Podcast Answer Man, episode number 346. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, everyone. Dan Meller here from 48 Days Online Radio. You're listening to the Warren Buffett of podcasting. Cliff understands the wealth of podcasting and is without question the podcast answer man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast answer man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to this online content creating world or if you've been doing it for many years. There's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. That is right, my friends, and I am always working on how am I going to take things that I'm doing to the next level. And a couple weeks ago, I gave you a huge announcement, and that was that I was shutting down the podcast Mastermind. And today, I'm going to drop another big bomb on you guys and tell you about something else that I'm I'm uh, you know cutting out of as far as my commitments, and I'll give a short brief explanation of that. Uh, So there's another big announcement coming up here in just a second, but I want to tell you what else is going to be included in this episode so that you can decide whether or not to stick around for the whole thing. The big topic for today is should we stop using the term podcast to describe what we do? That's right. I'm going to talk about that today. I've talked about that in the past uh, in several different episodes, but I want this to be Again, one of those definitive resources that when people ask me this question in the future, I simply send them to episode 346. So uh, that is definitely what I'm going to do today. That's going to be a majority of our conversation. And um, we'll just see what else comes up along the way. But those are really the big things that we're going to cover in today's episode. And the first big announcement that I wanted to share with you guys is that... um, I just heard back from the final of three people that I was waiting to hear back from, from the staff over at New Media Expo. And I just wanted to give you guys an announcement and let you know that I have officially resigned and stepped down from my role at New Media Expo as the director of podcasting. Uh, It has been a huge blast uh, as far as when it comes to being able to see the things that were achieved through for the podcasting community within the podcasting community and and just how uh, podcasters really did not have a a, a valid um, I guess the presence at new media Expo or what was then blog world and after just a few short years we saw some major growth in the podcast community of having this place that they could call home at this event and just absolutely shocked that i was able to through the help of many of you out there uh create an event where people could call home and and say yeah this is the place i go to to connect with and network with all these other podcasters it has been a huge blessing uh to me uh, mostly due to the exposure. I mean, there. I mean, here I am. It's just another part of my story 
how I've gone from being this insurance agent in northern Kentucky to a guy who starts a podcast as a hobby and then one day decides, hey, I'm going to uh, I have this desire to pursue podcasting as a career, leaving my job and then creating myself uh, this this um, business about teaching people how to create a podcast and the joys and the benefits of podcasting and how it can be a life changing experience to get your message out into the world. And just moving forward, uh, one person, one relationship at a time, one new podcast at a time. And over years, over the course of only just, I think it was only about five years into my business when I was asked if I would take on this responsibility, that if I would agree to become the director of podcasting for this event. And, um, you know, that, that's that's huge. I mean, in my mind, if you think about the industry event for podcasting and I'm the director of podcasting, I, anything and everything that was related to podcasting at New Media Expo for the last three years, I've been a part of all of those decisions and, and making those things happen. And that has been a huge benefit to me. And I'm extremely thankful to the the conference, the staff, everyone, Rick and Dave and and the entire team over there that I've worked with. I'm incredibly thankful for the opportunity of the exposure that that has given me. Uh, you know, the credibility that it lent to who I am and what I do. So those are huge blessings. But, you know, as as well, thank you to all of you who came to these events, these podcasting tracks that I've put together. And those of you who will continue to come to these podcasting tracks, thank you. Um, but yeah, it's it's meant a lot uh, for my exposure, for credibility sakes, and for my own little, you know, my own little boost of confidence. And what what is the other word that I'm thinking of? Um, oh, I can't think of the word right now. But it's, uh, you know, it, it, for my own pride, you know, my own sense of pride and, and stuff like that. It, it's been a, it's been a real boost there for me as well. But, you know, that's not why I do all of this. And, you know, not to mention the fact that, you know, hey, it, it's no secret that I was being paid for my uh, contract work that I did with them. I was a 1099 uh, contractor through through them and, and I was paid well to do the work that I did. But much like the, um, you know, what I had shared a couple weeks ago about shutting down the podcast mastermind, uh, there are three things that were the most time consuming things that I put my life, that I said yes to, that I put my seal of approval that, yes, I will commit to making this happen. And last year, those three most time consuming things were number one, podcasting A to Z, which, by the way, rightfully so. Uh, it was the number one generator of income in my business. It's something that I enjoy doing immensely, and it is the it is the one place where I think that I have the where I have the smallest amount of my personal time, which actually benefits the greatest number of people when it comes to my ability to help answer questions and get people launched and successfully moving forward with great momentum in their podcast. So I love podcasting A to Z and have absolutely no desire to see that uh, decrease in any way. And in fact, these decisions are going to only make uh, podcasting A to Z far more valuable than it's ever been before. And those who have gone through the course, this is not me saying this, but those going through the course would definitely tell you 
they don't even see how that's possible. But it will. It will make podcasting A to Z moving forward even more valuable. And and I can tell you right now, the folks who are actually in my podcasting A to Z at this moment in time, the we're in week three, at the end of week three right now of my 15th session of podcasting A to Z, and they've already experienced the benefits of me being even more available to them over these past two weeks. So, uh, but that's that was my number one time-consuming thing in 2013. My number two most time-consuming thing in 2013 was the podcast mastermind, and I shared all of that. I'm not even going to go into any detail. I certainly, it was of great value to me. It was of great value to uh, a majority of everyone who had gone through that, um, and and something that I'm not, uh, you know, I I will always look back upon that with fondness of the things that were accomplished there. Um, But I've already shared completely why I shut down the podcast mastermind. And as a result of that, it's freed up a ton of my time and reduced a lot of stress about doing, you know, this month is entirely focused on my uh, February podcasting A to Z students. And then the third most time-consuming thing that I did in 2013, and oftentimes, you know, coming with a great deal of stress as well, uh, was actually my um, involvement in working and putting together the podcasting track of New Media Expo. Now, I'm not here to complain at all. I, I knew what I was getting. Well, okay, I did not know what I was getting into when I got into it. I thought it would, you know, honestly, I thought that, you know, three weeks I could block out of my schedule and get, you know, 60 or 80 different people on for 30 to 45 minute Skype conversations, get them to commit to coming and speaking at the event and, you know, making sure that their titles and descriptions were all submitted and turned in. And that would be pretty much it. Well, you know, the thing is, is there's a whole lot more to it than that and a lot of changes and and switching and juggling of schedules and and all of these other things. And and like I said with the podcast mastermind, if the podcast mastermind were the only thing in my business, absolutely I would continue and move it forward and I would I would make the investments to even take it to the next level. Um and the same thing here, if 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 my director of podcasting were my career choice, you know, if that's what I wanted to do, there's no doubt in my mind that it would be worth every single thing and I could devote all of my time to it. But one of the things that I've learned is that when it when I compare what I want to do with uh, my uh, future goals and taking podcasting A to Z as it exists today to the next level, then I realize that I still need to say no to more things. And so it was not an easy decision. Um, you know, the... It is it is it is very hard to say uh, no to something that brings so much notoriety to who I am and what I do. But one of the things that I've learned uh, through the through the all this time is that it's not necessarily a title that's given to me, and it's not necessarily the you know my my name and bright and shining lights that that really uh, makes the difference at the end of the day. Sure, those things are extremely nice and and stuff like that. But the reality is is uh, I realize the real value is is what am I doing each day that accomplishes something of value for the people who are are you know part of you know the what I do in my business and that's where my priority is and and there was great value by the way I I have no doubt that I created great value through all the work and energy and effort that I did through New Media Expo and and 
I'm incredibly thankful and and very proud of the work that I've done there. But uh, I did make this decision, and it was a, not a decision that came too lightly. And and you know the the thing is is there there are you know they have their team, and I have well me. <laughs> And one assistant, and and I will tell you that there, are, it, it it just at times it created a lot of stress to try to pull off all of that and manage all of the relationships that I have with um with all the different podcasters that I had speaking, and then of course the people who said they were coming and looking for information, and and I think that it would be a good time for you know I think there's enough momentum behind the podcasting track now that it can continue to move forward and that somebody else can step into that role that can have even more time devoted to only focusing on that task and actually even provide much greater value than I could have created moving forward. So that, that's hard for me to say that somebody else could probably do a better job than I can at this point because I, I want to say that I am the best person. But yeah, here's the thing. The, the reality is, is that somebody with what it takes at the level of where the podcasting track is in New Media Expo at this time, it requires it, it it's only going to require more and more time, energy, effort and being available at all times to answer all of these different things that come up. Somebody else will have more time than I would have moving forward to devote to that. And I have no doubt that as a result of that, they will uh, do a much better job than what I could do moving forward. And so that, my friends, is a majority of the reason why I stepped down from the director of podcasting for New Media Expo. So that's my announcement there. And uh, that's, yeah, that's it. We're going to move now into the big topic of the day. And the topic is, should we stop using the term podcasting? And I noticed that Matt Lovell is in the chat room uh, that we're, we've got going live here right now at podcastanswerman.com slash live. If you guys aren't aware of this, I actually do a live stream almost every single Thursday. Very seldom do I ever miss it. But uh, at podcastanswerman.com slash live. Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. I fire up the live stream and I record this in front of an internet audience. Sometimes I announce it on social media channels. Uh, sometimes I don't. This morning I did not announce it in my social media channels simply due to the fact that I was not necessarily prepared at 9 a.m. to go live. And it is 10.48 and I've been working for the last hour and a half putting together what I'm about ready to share with you. So Anyway, we still have an internet audience, Matt Lovell's here, and Matt is one of my students in Podcasting A to Z, session number 15 here, February 2014, and he posted the following question in this course, and this is what he said. Matt writes, on Dan Miller's most recent 48 Days podcast released on February 14th, 2013, titled, Are You Looking for Smooth Seas?, At 38 minutes and 45 seconds into the podcast, Dan says, this year, I'm no longer going to call this podcast, or I'm no longer going to call this a podcast, as that implies old technology. I'm going to call it on-demand radio. Now, and he says, he says, I might be paraphrasing that a bit. You can go back and, and listen to it and see what he says. Well, Dan and I, of course, are very good friends, and I, I don't produce any of my clients' 
uh, shows for them, but I do produce Dan's show. <laughs> and so I happen to have a copy of all of Dan's episodes here locally. And I went ahead and just pulled up this 42 second audio clip. Let's hear exactly what Dan shared in that episode. Dan, take it away. Well, let me go here a second. I haven't done this. Just a reminder that if you've got a question, we certainly welcome that. Just go to the 48days.com site, click on the podcast link. That'll open up a little opportunity for you to submit a question there. You can just send it directly to askdan at 48days.com. We welcome your questions. You know, saying that just reminds me, I've told you um, this year, I'm no longer going to call this a podcast because it really implies old technology. I'm going to call it on-demand radio. So it's 48 Days Radio, not 48 Days Podcast. I need to change that on our website. Just thought of that. We'll get that change pronto. All righty. Well, there you go. So Matt continues on in his in what he wrote. He says, my initial, my initial response was, no, <laughs> radio is old technology. Podcast is still emerging. How can something that implies old technology be competing with traditional car radios with in-dash apps for 2015? Maybe because it's Stitcher is called Stitcher Radio, question mark. I certainly don't consider podcasting to be old-fashioned or out-of-date, and I'm a bit surprised that someone would refer to it that way. Any thoughts on this? All right, and so yes, there are some thoughts on this. And by the way, the term of should we use the term pod, or the, the argument or the conversation or the debate, whatever, of should we use the term podcast or podcasting has been up for debate since podcasting first existed. Absolutely, hands down, this has been going on. I started podcasting uh, in December 2005. Before I started podcasting, I was a podcast consumer, and I had been consuming podcast content, I think, all the way through the early part of summer, uh, maybe late spring of 2005, and it was called podcasting back then. And of all of the um, podcasting pioneers, the people who were already podcasting then, one of the most common subjects brought up on almost every single podcast I was subscribed to, one of the most common topics in 2005 that ever came up was, why do we call this podcasting? Should we call this podcasting? I think we should come up with a different term than podcasting. And Leo Laporte even uh, keynoted one of the first uh, podcast and portable media expos. And when he was there, he did a whole keynote on why calling it a podcast is the worst thing you could do and why he was actually going to create a a term called netcast. And everything he was going to do be doing uh, from that point forward, it was going to be netcasts. Oh, man. So this thing, has I mean, literally, this has been going on since the dawn of podcasting. And I will tell you right now, I am a staunch defender of the term podcasting. I am a huge believer in the importance of maintaining the term podcast and also maintaining a clear and concise definition of what a podcast is. Now, let me explain to you real quickly what I mean by that. And by the way, what was the there there was one argument that was the biggest argument against podcasting that made a lot of sense back in the day. And this was uh, by the way, where did the where did the term podcasting come from? Let's get that out of the way first. 
actually there are two different uh, lines of thinking. I am pretty much sure that it came from what most people say, and that is that the creators of the RSS feed technology um, that where they added the media enclosure and stuff like that, the the guys who worked on this and kind of dreamt up this whole thing was they came together and said, you know what, let's take the most common mp3 playing device that that we love which is the ipod and combine that with the word broadcasting and if we put it together we're podcasting that's what we're going to call what we do all right and so that came that that was what was all about and and there are some people who have said that no podcasting the pod and podcasting isn't necessarily uh stand for ipod it it stand it's an acronym for portable on demand and honestly, I believe that that argument was put together by some people who are trying to back in a new meeting to the word pod. All right. So any or to the to the pod portion of podcasting. But I do believe that the word podcasting came about as the re- result of combining the words iPod and and broadcasting. And one of the most common arguments that people had and why they hated the term and despised the term podcasting was because back then Apple's iPods were not the dominating force that they are today as far as the Apple products today. Yes, it it was the number one MP3 playing device, but in the tech space, there were a lot of podcasters and a lot of podcast consumers who had absolutely no Apple products, who had the iRivers and the Creative Zens and all the other MP3 playing devices. I remember subscribing to uh, and downloading podcasts and putting them on my, gosh, what was that called? My HP Compact um, Windows Compact PC or when, anyway, the portable PC thing on my little PDA. Anyway, so the, and what we would do is we would get out there and we would tell other people about podcasts and what we love and we were so excited about them. And the number one argument when we start talking about it and and we say, so do you listen to podcasts? The one response that came back over and over again is, I can't. I don't have an iPod. And because of that, people are like, well, wait a second. You don't have to have an iPod. And so they were upset with the term podcasting because a lot of people did not understand what a podcast was. And they thought and assumed that you needed an iPod. And I can understand that argument. However, I still never bought into that argument. I still think it all comes down to education. And I think that there's a real valuable um, place for educating people on what a podcast is and the benefits it offers. You guys who are listening to my voice, I don't need to tell you that. You are the choir that I would be preaching to. So you understand the value and what podcasting has brought into your life and how it's had a positive impact and impact on your life. There, there is no doubt in my mind that those of you who are hearing my voice right now, you, I will say nine out of ten of you will say that your life has drastically been altered in a positive way as a result of a podcast or several podcasts that you subscribe to. Life-changing content is what is offered through podcasting and could you imagine not actually knowing what a podcast is or what that you can subscribe to these things because nobody had ever taken the time to educate you on what it is and how you can get it well that would be horrible anyway 
So that that's where the term podcasting came from. Now, today, by the way, I don't think that that's as a valid argument as it used to be. By the way, I don't think that iPods are going to be around a whole lot longer. Um, today, they, you certainly don't hear them being touted or talked about very much at all in any of the Apple announcements. Uh, the last couple ones, they used to have an Apple, or they used to have an iPod announcement every year, and that's really turned into an iOS announcement. And do they still make iPod touches? Yeah. And by the way, it's, <laughs> look at all the people who do have an Apple product today compared to when it did a long time ago. But, and, oh, and you know what? There was another thing. And, and and the people who didn't like the, you know, the fact that it was so closely attied, uh, attached to iPod and attached to Apple, they were, you know, they, those are the same people who don't like the fact that Apple seems to be the one company out there with the dominant force and, and you know, it's the go-to place for most things podcasting. And you know what? To, to that I say is, why don't you create the next thing to compete with it? You know, why do you expect somebody else to do that? And of course, Stitcher Radio is doing the best job so far. And there are others out there. There are a lot of different directories that are trying to grow themselves up. A lot of them started in 2006, 2007. They kind of faded away. New ones are coming up. And I do believe that in the future that probably in five years from now, iTunes will not be the number one place or if it is the number one there'll be something else right on its heels and that there will be two or three or maybe even four absolute go-to places that every podcaster must list their things their shows in right now i would say there are two that you must be listed in that is itunes and stitcher radio all right now i do think that podcasters should go ahead and uh, be put into blackberry but come on guys Blackberries on it's in the intensive care unit and it's not going to last much longer. Um, and then you also have um, Microsoft, but you know the the one person, the one human being that was responsible for everything related to podcasting at Microsoft is no longer at Microsoft. Now I'm being told that somebody else is answering the emails that you send over to podcasts at Microsoft.com, and I think that's great. And hopefully, it's not just a person that's doing that now, but there's a team, and and we'll 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 talk about that in the future. But anyway, that's where the arguments in the early days came from. Why they why folks did not like the term podcasting, but it is what it is, you know. What let's talk about the definition of a podcast. Why? Because I here's what I think it's important to have a term that we can all use that we can, you know, we associate where we're all talking about the same thing. It's it's like where if all of a sudden you met somebody at a conference two years ago and they tell you, hey, I have an online radio show. All right. It's like, OK, that's great. You have an online radio show. I may or may have little, may or may not be interested in your online radio show. And then let's just say, an, you know, a year and a half later, somebody comes and tells you that I have a, you know, I have, I have on-demand radio on my, or I have on-demand audio on my, on my website. Okay, that still may mean nothing to them at the time. But then all of a sudden you hear somebody else who says, I have a, I have a this or I have a that. And we all have, we're all using different language. And the thing is, is this person having all of those different connection points with all these people who are creating content on the web. If all of a sudden we all are using different language, 
then that person will never have the reinforcement of, wow, I keep hearing people talk about this thing. So for example, how many of you, and I'm sure that there are lots of you because I've had these conversations with you, there are lots of you out there who heard somebody mention the term podcast. And then, you know, a couple months later, you hear somebody else mention, I have a podcast. And then all of a sudden you hear somebody else say, I have a podcast. Well, all of a sudden you hear the term podcast so many times, eventually you say, what the heck is a podcast? You know, and and by the way, don't be afraid of the question. That is an excellent question. That is the best thing for the podcasting industry, for people to actually be asking the question, what is a podcast? You know, if I was the creator of these little building blocks, these little building blocks that have little dimples on the top of them, the greatest question I, I think that anybody could ever ask in in my mind as the as the owner or the CEO of the company that may, creates these little building blocks with little dimples on the top of them is for people around the world to say, what the heck is a Lego? There's nothing wrong with having a crazy term, but you want to have a term that people hear over and over again. Lego this, Lego that, Lego this. All of a sudden, what the heck is a Lego? All right? So... Podcast. What the heck is a podcast? So what is a podcast? Let's go to the definition, which, by the way, I'm a little upset with Wikipedia. Wikipedia, somebody got in there and they're watering down the definition. This, as of February Thursday, February 20th, 2013, this is exactly what uh, Wikipedia says. And it's, it, by the way, it's it's not, it's not completely wrong, it, it, but it is starting to get a little watered down. Anyway, it says a podcast is a digital medium, all right, consisting of an episodic series of audio, video, PDF, or EPUB files subscribed to and downloaded through web syndication or streamed online to a computer or mobile device, all right? Now, here's... By the way, the the watering down has nothing to do with PDF or EPUB files, which, by the way, PDF files have always been an accepted uh, digital medium, if you will. Or you could even in 2006, you could technically have a podcast and I'm using air quotes in my studio here. You could have a podcast if you were to every week deliver a PDF document via an RSS feed, or it didn't have to be every week, but if you had a series of PDF documents that you released and people could subscribe to, it could be delivered via RSS. I haven't tested this in a while, but um, I, I haven't tested this since they switched over to the new podcasts app, but the old podcasting that was available uh, in iTunes, and it's probably still to the same today. Somebody could confirm it and put it in the show notes over at episode at podcastanswerman.com slash 346. But back in the day, you could actually uh, set an RSS feed up, just like you do a podcast for your audio files today, and you could, instead of enclosing the MP3 audio file, you could enclose that PDF, and you could submit an RSS feed that had nothing but PDF enclosures, and you could actually inst- send that over to the podcast directory. All right, now, 
Uh, I don't know if that was, is the, actually, I don't know if they ex- accepted it in the podcast directory back then, because I, I do know that they break it down between audio and video. However, if you had that RSS feed, even though it may not have been available in the iTunes directory, you could use the iTunes software back in the day to subscribe to that RSS feed, and the same uh, software portion of the podcasting portion of iTunes software would allow you to manually subscribe to that feed and right next to your audio and video podcast, you would have your PDF podcasts. A PDF only distribution is an acceptable form of podcasting. I don't know if you guys know that. I never talk about it until now. But uh, anyway, that's not the watering down. The, the thing is, it says here, subscribe to and downloaded through web syndication. And now they actually say, or streamed online to a computer or mobile device. All right. Okay. It's it. Now, this is where I think the definition is getting watered down. And I think there is a potential danger here. All right. This is how uh, it had been defined up to this point until I just recently saw these changes in, in Wikipedia. Here is a here is the definition I've been using, and I believe it is important to protect. All right, a podcast is a series of digital media files, and I put in parentheses usually audio or video that are released episodically and that are most often delivered through web syndication RSS feeds. All right. I would love to actually change the definition to where it says, and are delivered through web syndication RSS feeds. And then I would put a comma, among other among other ways. Okay? Um, so I would amend it to just say, you know, it is an it is there, it's an audio or video file usually that is released episodically. There's more than one episode, and that um, is delivered through web syndication or an RSS feed. And I would just amend that it is possible to listen to or consume podcast content content directly from, uh, you know, streamed from, you know, its original source or whatever. But anyway, there are a couple of things that are important here. Number one, uh, I think that it is important to have this term and a proper definition. And why? Number one, there's already too much confusion about over what a podcast is. What what makes a podcast a podcast? So first and foremost, there's already so much confusion. If we toss out the term podcast, we will only further confuse people about what this medium is. And I believe that it'll actually have a negative consequence consequence on people actually becoming educated. It'll be a hindrance to them becoming educated on what podcasting is and the benefits it offers. So I'm going to give you an example of this. Um, I was, I, I follow Damon John. He's one of the sharks from Shark Tank and I follow him on Twitter. And one day I was clicking through to his website and I was browsing around and all of a sudden I saw this thing on his blog. It says, Exclusive on-demand podcast. Damon John shares his investment plans for 2014. 
download this free recording and find out what businesses Damon John is interested in partnering with next year. Here's a link. Now, when I click a link to that, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Damon John has a podcast. Boom. I am so clicking on this link and I am going to click on subscribe and I can't wait. I don't care if there's only two or three or four or eight or a hundred episodes from Damon John. If he has a podcast, I am so going to put that into my podcast subscription software, I'm gonna, which I use the podcast app in iOS. Some of you use Downcast. Some of you use Instacast. Some of you are using Pocket Cast. Some of you are using something completely different. But the idea is when you all of a sudden, boom, I hear Damon John has this exclusive podcast. Click here to get it now. That means I'm going to be able to subscribe to that thing. Well, here's what happens. It takes me to an Infusionsoft page, which is a landing page, and it says, download now. Learn how to get investment from the shark, or learn how to get an investment from the shark, Damon John. And then I'm going to have Tom read the rest while I take a drink of water. Tom, take it away. In an exclusive podcast, Damon John shares his investment plans for 2014 and gives step-by-step advice on how to partner with him. He also shares other valuable insights on running a successful business and how to become an entrepreneur with the sharky attitude and knowledge to make millions. Download this free podcast so you can learn the steps to take to partner with Damon John. No shark tank needed. Just enter your information below and you will receive an email with the link to the podcast. Your future awaits. All right. So, and of course, then there's the ability for you to put your first name, your last name, and your email address. And the button actually says, download podcast now. My friends, this, in my mind, is not, is not a podcast. It's not. So, and, and I think that, that this is why it's important to understand what a podcast is because, number one, it's not episodic. There is not more than one episode. This is an audio file. He could call this an audio program. He could call this a, you know, a, an audio book. In this audio book, he could call it uh, anything he wants, but it is not a podcast because there is not more than one episode. It is a single audio file. A single audio file, by definition, can never be a podcast. He has to have at least two, all right? I know this is semantics, but it's important, okay? And I'll explain to you why it's important. It's important. I'll just tell you right now. It's important to know that it's not a podcast because we want people to become educated about what podcasting is and we want people to understand that a podcast is not just an audiobook. A podcast is a series, a series of recordings, a series of, it's something that is ongoing, or at least not ongoing. It is something that is a series. There's more than one episode. You're going to have multiple things that can be delivered to you, all right? And number two, the reason why this isn't a podcast, it's not subscribable through RSS, now, with the current definition that exists in web in Wikipedia today, there's only one reason why it isn't a podcast, and that's because it's not episodic. At least Wikipedia today still has episodic in nature. So because they have that, this still is not a podcast. But I, again, I would love to see them amend this, this um, 
this definition, and I believe it should be amended to where a podcast is episodic in nature and that it must be able to be delivered via RSS. I have no problem with it being streamed directly through the web uh, and having it on your website, but here's what I will tell you. All podcasts have in common that they are all digital media files, they are all episodic in nature, and they are all subscribable via RSS. You know, you can have an online radio show, but if your online radio show has no uh, RSS feed, it's not a podcast. If you have, you can have on-demand audio, but if there's not more than one episode of your on-demand audio or your on-demand series of audio files, if it doesn't have an RSS, then it's not a podcast. You know, if you produce a an audio file and upload it to your website, and there's even an audio player that people can click play on, and even if you do a series of these over a course of a couple days or a couple weeks, just because you have a series of audio files that people can click play on on your website, don't go around telling people you have a podcast because if they cannot take your an RSS feed and plug it into an RSS a podcast software, then it's not technically a podcast. All right, is it is it extremely valuable for Damon John to share his investment plans for 2014 uh, in an audio file? Absolutely, that's beneficial. That's great value. It's a wonderful thing. And for him, that is on that is an on-demand audio file. All you have to do is give him your name and email address, and boom, you can have pretty much instant access to that audio file. That's great. Not a podcast, though. That is not how podcasting works. So why is having a podcast by definition so darn important? Uh, here's the thing. Um, and I'm going to read this so that when people, okay, here's what I wrote. So that when people hear that you have a podcast, once they become educated, once somebody actually asks themselves or asks you or someone else, what is a podcast? And once they start to understand whether they've actually heard the official definition or maybe they just in context kind of start to come to understand that a podcast is something that you can come to expect. There's more than one episode and it's something I can subscribe to with this software that's on my phone or on my tablet device or on my computer. Once people become accustomed to understanding podcast equals more than one episode and subscribable with this software, boom, that that all of a sudden helps them make assumptions and making assumptions about what a podcast is, is extremely important. So when you say, I have an online radio show, there's no, there's, there, if, you, if I heard you and I didn't understand what a podcast was, uh, if you say, I have an online radio show, I have no idea if that's a podcast. I have no idea if you're a part of a radio station that streams it live when you are actually at the station. I have no idea if you're a part of one of those internet radio streaming stations. But if you say I have an online radio show that's available as a podcast, boom, wow, I have heard of podcasting. And what I heard is that I could actually use that thing that's on that app on my phone. And does that mean I can find your your show? Boom, podcast. That's why podcasting is so important, I think. Anyway, also, um, let me explain to you what I do when I meet new people. So obviously, what is what is my career? I'm uh, Podcasting is my career. I am a podcast producer. I am a podcast consultant. 
and podcast coach. And I also speak a lot in public on the term, on the industry of podcasting. So when people, you know, obviously I go to a lot of conferences where it's social media and technology and stuff like that. And, and, and you would imagine that if somebody asked me, what do you do? Yeah, I, I'm sometimes I will be very freely uh, flowing with the term podcast as I describe who I am and what I do. But I, if I do, even in those circumstances, I'm very much looking at their facial expression to see if when I drop the podcast bomb or the term on them to see if all of a sudden it was something that I could tell that they recognized immediately or if they needed further information on or number one, are they even interested? All right. But even now, now certainly in non-tech related conferences, uh, and even sometimes at these tech-related conferences, if somebody says, so Cliff, I see your name tag there, uh, tell me, what do you do? And I can say, well, that's interesting. I help people take their message, their business, in their life to a whole new level by creating online content that is broadcast to a targeted niche audience. Or, and by the way, do I just came up with that off the top of my head. That's one thing I might say. Or I sometimes, <gasps> you're not going to believe this, sometimes I actually create online radio and I actually make a living teaching other people how to create online radio. And I see if that makes causes them to be more interested. And I only, I only carry this stuff any further if I actually sense that they're genuinely interested in what I'm saying. Now all of a sudden it's like, online radio, that sounds really cool. Um, and, and so basically what will happen is I'll carry on the conversation and it's like, uh, so if, if all of a sudden we start talking about movies, for example, um, the topic might be, hey, I just saw Catching Fire. Oh, yeah, my wife and I, we just went and saw that, too. It's a great movie. In fact, my wife and I do and uh, we do a podcast on Hunger Games. So if you went to if you were to go to Hunger Games dot com, you could actually listen to all of our episodes that we've created so we've over over the last couple years we have uh create we actually went through and read all three i think there are three of the books we read all of the books and chapter by chapter we would read a chapter and then we would get it behind our microphone and share our thoughts on it in fact you can go and listen to that right now at hungergamespodcast.com and guess what those people are genuinely interested in hearing about that and there was no Oh, well, I don't I can't do that because I don't have a podcast. Well, why? Well, because I didn't start that conversation. Remember when that person first asked me, so what do you do for a living? I said, I create online radio and I teach people how to create online radio. No interest in that. Boom, we went on to a different topic. Then all of a sudden, the topic of movies came up, and then they mentioned catching fire. Now we have a shared interest. Now they're genuinely interested. And I can say, oh, and I happen to actually have a podcast devoted to Hunger Games and Catching Fire and also Mockingjay. And 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 they may even say, well, wait a second, what's a podcast? I thought you said you do online radio. Well, podcasting is the technical term for what I do. It's actually called a podcast. Matter of fact, let me show you real quickly. Here's my phone. Boom. Now they're interested and now I am on the process of educating somebody about what a podcast is. Here's another thing. If you were to... To find, if you were to follow Hunger Games Pod on Twitter, now there was a time when I was actively promoting and marketing my Hunger Games podcast to an audience of people who were not aware of what a podcast was. 
And I would I would actually do searches for people who are talking about uh, the various different books and movies related to the Hunger Games series. And I would inject myself into those conversations, not saying, hi, everybody, I have a, oh, I see that you said that. Did you know I have a podcast on this? No, 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 no. What I would do is I would I would do a search for hunger, you know, hashtag hunger games. And I would see the conversations that were out there. And I would reply and just carry on conversations with them, not doing anything other than interacting with them and then following them. And what would happen was I would interact with them and then most of those people, because they never turned off their by default email notifications, those folks would actually receive an email saying, hey, at Hunger Games Pod just followed you on Twitter and it, and, and the name Hunger Games Podcast and it would have the biography. And by the way, it actually says, and let me go real quickly to twitter.com slash Hunger Games Pod and it says... A fan podcast devoted to Hunger Games series produced by at GSPN. And it actually still has Stephanie's old one on there. Here's the iTunes link. And a lot of people knows what I know know what iTunes is. And if they click on that, then boom, it, it opens them right up into iTunes. And then there's here's this Hunger Games discussion group. And then there's HungerGamesPodcast.com. Now, they don't even have to know what a podcast is, but I will tell you, uh, several thousand of those people clicked on the link and then it says the Hunger Games trilogy takes place and blah, blah, blah. And here's what this is. Um, this is an audio show where we talk about this chapter by chapter and they can come down and they click play and they hear something like this. Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 46. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content. Boom. What did they hear the first thing, by the way? Hunger Games, and then they hear the term podcast for the very first time, and then what's the next word they hear? Episode number. What does that communicate? Just by them hitting the play button and hearing the first three seconds, they're already hearing the term podcast, and they're already hearing episode number. What does that mean? There's something called a podcast, and this is it. And number two, there's more than one episode. In fact, I just hit play on episode number 46. That communicates to me that, number one, there's 45 more of these things somewhere, of course. And so it's all about educating people. And this is and I will tell you this. If you were to sit down at a conference and show them on their smartphone or anywhere in public, if if and again, this is not just becoming an evangelist and becoming one of those preachers and handing out tracks and interrupting people where they are. Hey, can I tell you about a podcast here? No, 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 no. In fact, even in conversation, when we get into the whole, so you know, tell me about yourself. And I say, you know, I, 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 you know, I do online radio or I do, I help teach people how to create an audio podcast, which is this. And I might even explain it. Or I, 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 I do streaming internet audio content, whatever the thing I might actually say to them. If they don't bite on that and they don't show interest, I don't go a step further except that I just let them take the conversation where they want to go. But when someone seems genuinely interested and there seems to be a natural place where I can actually insert what a podcast is and how they could benefit and their lives could potentially be changed and altered in a positive way because of all this tons of content that's out there and they're sitting there commuting two and a half work hours to work and two and a half hours home from work every single day, and they're listening to mind-numbing, drooling, boring, non-on-demand, cut-off-as-soon-as-you-get-to-the-place-where-you're-going content called radio, 
and and by the way, if there's anything that's outdated technology, it's radio. But um, anyway, heck yeah, I want to introduce them. I want to educate them on what a podcast is. I don't want to just tell them to listen to my podcast. Matter of fact, I could care less if they listen to my podcast. I want to introduce them not to my show. I want to introduce them to podcasting. See that I want to I want people to understand that there is something called podcasting out there and that it can change their lives in a in a in a positive way. And as a result of that, here's the, what I can tell you. That person out there who actually becomes educated on what a podcast is and how to receive such content for free, <laughs> if you're the one who teaches them, guess what? You will have a friend for life because there's there's a very strong chance that what you've just given them will have a positive, massive, major, life-altering impact on their lives, even if they never subscribe to your show. And and it's like, well, why would I care about educating somebody on a podcast if if they're not going to even listen to my show? Because you know what? It's not all about that. And besides that, if somebody says, well, how, how did you ever hear about this? And that person is going to educate other people on what a podcast is. And guess what? Maybe some point down the road, they're going to ed- they're gonna educate somebody. The person you educated on what a podcast is and how it could benefit their lives and how to subscribe and start benefiting immediately for free, they're going to do that for other people. And who knows how many of those people that they're going to do that for might ultimately find your show as a result. All right. Anyway, so that's that's the thing. That's Yeah. Should we stop calling it a podcast? I don't think so. Is it outdated, archaic technology? Maybe the term, but do you know where the term blog came from? I mean, I don't hear people arguing, we shouldn't call it a blog anymore. Okay, that's not true. I've heard that argument a couple times. But the reality is it's still called a blog, and it's called blogging. And I don't have anybody out there arguing that fact anymore, like I hear them still talk about the terminology of podcasting. The, the reality is, is it started out as we, and I was, gosh, I started my first blog in 1995, and it was called an online web journal. <laughs> That's what we called it. It was an online web journal, all right, or online journals or web journals. That's what we called them back then. And then all of a sudden, some people started, got, some very uh, prominent people started calling them web logs. That's it, web logs. This is my web log. And over time, people said, you know, web log, web log, web log. And, and then one person decided, you know what? I'm just gonna call this my blog. And when the term really kicked off, at least what I saw from my experience in that history of the terminology of blogging, is when the company that is now owned by Google created something called Blogger. All right, and then once Blogger called it blogging, then it, it pretty much took off. And by the way, that was way before Google bought them, all right? But when Blogger became the number one source of actually creating a blog easily for people, it just became known as blogging, and then boom, it's blogging forever. That's it, it's blogging forever, it's podcasting forever, let's not create this whole Christian seeker-sensitive argument over again. Don't underestimate the education of your audience, the the intelligence of your audience. Educate those potential listeners of what a podcast is. But by the way, 
by all means, you do not have to call your show a podcast. I do not, I have family from the heart. It's not family from the heart podcast. I have um, the, well, actually I do have the virtual assistant podcast, but I have uh, pursuing a balanced life. It's not the, I don't, the title isn't pursuing a balanced life podcast. It's not pursuing a balanced life podcast.com. It's pursuing a balanced life.com family from the heart.com. Are they podcasts? Yes. But are they brands that are that extend beyond the podcast? Yes. And I'm not saying that what you are creating has to only be a podcast, but you can create on-demand audio that is available as a podcast. You can create an online radio streaming program that is also available as a podcast. You can have a show on terrestrial radio, and that show can still be available as a podcast. My friends, take the term podcasting and take the education of what podcasting is to the next level. Commit to introducing to somebody what a podcast is today. Helping you to get the thing.